Assalamualaikum everyone. Welcome to another episode of our Quran journey where we explore and reflect on the sacred verses of the Holy Quran through Quran tagging, Quran journaling and also tadabbur. As we are not trained and qualified asatizas, we do not do our own tafsir of the verses that we have selected. Our discussions are aided by tafsir resources such as books and videos. Okay, so it's finally Friday, the best day in the week for me because it means weekend is here. So you may have known that there are several uh, recommended acts of worship for you to do on Fridays like Salawat upon our Prophet Muhammad wasallam, Friday prayers and also reading Surah Al-Kahf. There are several hadiths that details on the blessings of Surah Al-Kahf and for this week and also the coming weeks, our Tadabu sessions will be focusing on this particular surah. One of the blessings of this surah is that it protects us against the fitna of Dajjal. So one of the hadiths that talks about this is from Sahih Muslim. Uh, it says that, as reported in the hadith of Abu al-Darda, the Prophet wasallam said, He who memorizes the first ten verses of Surah Al-Kahf will be protected from the trial of the Dajjal. In another narration, it is the last 10 verses of Surah Al-Kahf. Another blessing of Surah Al-Kahf is that a light will shine from the one who recites the Surah. So this time the hadith comes from Mustadra Al-Hakim. It says that the Prophet ﷺ taught us that whoever reads Surah Al-Kahf on the day of Jumu'ah shall have a light that will shine from him from one Friday to the next. Alright, so how will Surah Al-Kahf help us in the face of tribulation? Let's delve deeper into the significance of the stories. So this week, Ayn will take the lead. Assalamualaikum. Okay. Uh, I'm covering the one of the four parables, uh, which is the people of the cave. So this surah, uh, Al-Kaf itself, is, uh, was revealed in Mecca. Uh, so this story, the people of the cave, are about a group of righteous young men who are not related, uh, nor are they friends or nor neighbors. Okay, so basically they individually wished to remain steadfast on the straight path. This happened during the rule of tyrant, uh, under the rule of a tyrant king who worshipped idols and persecuted those who didn't follow his orders. And according to the ulama, uh, this was a time of many scenes. Uh, they there were parties and even at that time, like zina was rampant and wrongdoings were everywhere. Uh, so these young men knew it was against the Sharia of Nabi Isa alaihi salam. So collectively, um, this group of men, uh, they requested for his mercy and concealed them from their people. Therefore, they sought refuge in a cave with a dog, and after taking shelter in the cave, the ashab yak. Ashab i Akhaf placed their trust firmly in Allah. This was a testament to the phenomenal strength of their faith. Uh, indeed, Allah's protection suffused the sleepers as He shielded them from harm. As their lengthy slumber progressed, they would turn from side to side at times. Uh, their dog remained sprawled at the opening of the cave, and when the sun would rise on the right and set on their left, Allah decreed that they awaken utterly unharmed. As the people of the cave ro- arose from their prolonged sleep, they wondered how long they had been asleep. They thought it was just a day or part of a day, uh, but ultimately accepted that Allah alone would be aware of the length of their stay. 
So at one point of time, uh, after 300 years, several scholars of the Salaf mentioned that the people of that time were skeptical about the resurrection. Ikrimah said there was a group of them who said the souls would be resurrected but not the bodies. So Allah resurrected the people of the cave as a sign and proof of resurrection. They mentioned that when they wanted to send one of their members members out to the city to buy them something to eat, he disguised himself and set out walking by a different route until he reached the city, which they said was called Daxus. So not long since he left, he realized that uh, the country and the people had changed. He didn't recognize any landmarks or even the people. So he began to feel confused and said to himself, maybe I am crazy or deluded, maybe I am dreaming. Then he said, by Allah, I am nothing of the sort. What I know I saw last night was different from this. Then he said, I had better get out of here. Uh, then he went on to one of the men selling food, gave him the money he had with him and asked him to sell him some food. When the man saw the money he didn't recognize, he passed along to his neighbor and keep asking where is this money from because they didn't recognize the money itself. Uh, so they thought that this man, the one of the young men who went to search for food, found the treasure. They asked him who he was and where he got his money, whether uh, whether he found the treasure itself. So what happened was, he said, I am from this land, I was living here yesterday and Decianus was the ruler. Uh, the people there accused him of being crazy and took him to the governor who questioned him about his circumstances and he told him he was confused about his situation. Uh, when he told them about it, the king and the people of the city went with him to the cave where he told them, let me go in first and let my companions know. It was said that the people did not know how he entered it and that the people did not know about their story. It was also said that they did enter the cave and see them and the king greeted them and embraced them. Uh, at that point of time when they all were awakened, right, the, the ruler was then a Muslim. His name was Tirosis. So all the men rejoiced at meeting him and spoke with him. Then they bid farewell to him and went back to sleep. And Allah uh, caused them to die. And Allah knows best. <laughs> so so basically the lesson to these people of the cave, right, uh, is to learn that the companions of the cave is that Allah Azawajal puts the faith of a person to trial. When Allah... Almighty puts the faith to trial. When a believer is steadfast in his or her faith, then Allah assists them in ways that are beyond comprehension. Moreover, the story also shows that a Muslim must always remain in the company of people who are good and righteous. Um, all the young men in the cave were all righteous. Uh, thus, being together is one of the factors that attracted the mercy and assistance of Allah Almighty. So, a Muslim should be steadfast in his or her faith and remain in the company of good people. As is mentioned in verse 28, And keep yourself patient by being with those who call upon their Lord in the morning and in the evening, sinking his countenance. And let not your eyes pass beyond them, desiring adornments of the worldly life. And do not obey whose heart we have made heedless of our remembrance 
and who follows his desire and whose affair is ever in neglect. Okay, that was my sharing. Thanks, Ayn, for your sharing. Over the years, how do you think like uh, your circle of friends have um, influenced you to be where you're at now? Be okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, I obviously not. I don't have the iman of the seven young men, ah. <laughs> uh, because when I was young, uh, I did a lot of vices, ah, uh, things that I'm not proud of. So the, the 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 focus of these people of the cave, right, is actually even in the in their youth, ah, uh, they they their iman was so strong, ah, uh, and their taqwa was so strong that. They manage to, you know, come together and and just zikri, uh, towards Allah and always like practice ah, uh, practice uh, a person of good deeds. Even though there was a lot of, apa tu? There was a lot of, yeah, a lot of resistance. Mm-hmm. And for me, when I was young, there was no resistance, resistance at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I mean, but. But now, um, Alhamdulillah, at least, at least uh, God wills that uh, I have a circle of friends who stood by since I was in my teens. And until now, uh, they, they who are among these five <laughs> who, are, <laughs> who are encouraging me lah to, 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 to practice my faith and be a better Muslimah. I agree. I think when you um surround yourself with people who are like-minded, who, who has the same goals as you, it's so, so, so much easier for you to uh, embark on your journey and do uh, ibadah and your uh, acts of worship and, and all that. Okay, what about you, Nat? I mean, I wasn't a bad child or anything. I tried to avoid the haram thing. But uh, I think when I really started praying was when I met one of my ex-colleagues when I was working in a school, I, I don't know what she did, but something about her just made, motivated me to start praying regularly. Yeah, I think some friends you meet, uh, like I think you're meant to meet these people in your life. Like even for you guys, when you really started on this uh, Quran journey, it was like somebody initiated and um, yeah, I think it was all meant to be. It's like if God wills it, then it will happen. So, I mean, I've been very, I wouldn't say I've been very lucky that I've all along I've I have friends who are who motivate me to be a better person, like in uh, religion wise, like you know to motivate me. Like I thought I wouldn't wear the hijab, but then after that, because when I met one of my colleagues, she's like, oh, you know, yeah, someday you're gonna wear the hijab, but I was like, ah, no, I don't think so. But yeah, somehow, uh. This year, it opened my heart to actually wear it. And like when I started wearing it, it's like I have friends who are very encouraging and even the non-Muslim ones. So yeah, I think it's um, like the surah said, it's important to have friends who are like-minded, even if they're non-Muslim, but they respect our religion. And it's actually great lah, it's like to uh, yeah, who support us in whatever we do and make us a better person and like better Muslim. Better Muslimah. Yeah. Alright, thanks. Nah. I, I think, yeah, it's great to have friends who shows understanding to towards your changes and are supportive towards it. Because really, it's so difficult to to change yourself, especially when it's so um, drastic, like uh, wearing a hijab. 
and then you, if you hear fans saying, why are you wearing the hijab now? It's not time yet. Oh, that's going to put a damper to your mood. What about you, Mirza? So I said about vices, right? I, I think I, 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 did, I did less of those vices, but I think we all sin in different ways. Lah. Yeah, so, uh, and it all teaches us a lesson lah, to be where we are now, right? On one hand, there's friends who accept you, but on the other hand, we ourselves have to choose good friends, lah. make a choice to choose good friends to be around with, to help us be better people. Lah. Some friends, are, you just shouldn't hang around them because you know of what they, they are doing or what. So for us to improve ourselves, we have to choose good friends in Islam. Lah. Yeah. Actually, yeah, so even for, in this story, right, the people of the cave, uh, they were, <laughs> they were, these men who, who were, who they, like I said, they didn't know each other. So these men on their own, right, actually they were scared to approach each other because they scared that uh, they will be told off, eh, told on to the, the ruler at that point of time and then they will be perse- persecuted, right? So they, these men actually, had faith lah, like, okay, never mind, let me just disclose that I, I, I believe in the oneness of Allah and I should, I should be on this path, on this straight path. So when one person started, everyone, like, among these seven men, right, these seven young men uh, also declared that, yeah, uh, this is what I believe too. So from there, they, of their mutual understanding and their faith, right, of their similar faith, they, they, they ran away together. They made the choice to, move away from their people. So what you said was right, Mirta, you yourself have to make a choice even though whatever is happening around you, right? You, 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 you as a person, I mean, use your akala. I mean, when it's not right, you make the right choice. Of course, this is of course with God's will. Lah. Actually, I attended, no, not attended, lah. Cannot, now, nowadays cannot attend. I, I, I watched the live with uh, <laughs> Miss Injana, they were also doing the same uh, Tadabur and uh, Sumi actually mentioned that she does have like a few group of friends it doesn't have to be like um, one group of friends forever she, she has a group of friends uh, that that is um, I would say for different purposes like she has a business friend she has uh, Usra friends and I, I, I thought that was really smart because you need different influences for different things Macam, you need like-minded friends to, to embark on uh, on, on a project uh, like a business project you need friends who, who are doing the same things as you uh, doing business as you so that you, you go through the same problems so that you know what each other is talking about like even for us we, we go through we are going through this together all of us have nearly uh, not so much uh, knowledge and we are going through this together so I think it's, it's really uh, really really good lah. but yeah lah, at the end of the day it boils down to, to your choice also lah. so I I think we all have experienced firsthand how destructive it could be if uh, we mix with friends who uh, whose influence, friends' influence is quite strong. Lah. I mean, uh, especially in, in like, they will ask you to, like, um, you know, why are you, why are you so religious? Lah? Or like, let's go do something, like clubbing or something. And then you just, you find that you cannot resist it. So, I find that this group of youths in Surah Al-Kaf, they are really people to look up to. Because like, wow, they can resist all that in their youth. And yeah, I had a hard time <laughs> resisting that in my youth. 
And and also there was this hadith that says like um youth who who are firm in their faith uh from the beginning to the end right they are one of the people who will be shaded during uh, the day of judgment so that's really amazing I wish I knew about this earlier so Raf do you want to share with us your your reflection for me uh I think like that the rest also I think um we have to be discerning in. Uh, choosing our friends, our group of friends, but that doesn't mean that we shall push away those who we think are not on the same uh, path as us. Uh, it's okay for us to continue, you know, being friends with uh, with them uh, as long as you know we share certain similar interests and you know we are also looking out for each other. So it doesn't mean that you know um, I have this group of friends, you know, my my Quran journey friends. Uh, I'm pushing away the rest, no, because you know, like what Para mentioned. Um, they all serve different. I mean, we all have different purpose also in our lives. For the youth, um, I think it's also important for them to know uh, how to choose between pro-social and anti-social friends. Uh, those who can guide them to the right path, uh, or those who or avoid those who lead them uh, to the path of destruction. For my experience, I I mean I've had my fair share of friends. I mean when I reflect back where they, they were not really good influence, but I guess experience makes you grow, makes you mature. So I'm glad to have met to have met my current group of friends. So you know keep the circle small, quality over quantity. Yeah, but I also want to share uh this that uh, about friendship that I come across from this book Listening to the Quran, Insights, Commands and Guidance for Our Life by Khalid Baik. Uh, it's actually from from Surah Al Furqan. Ayat 27 to 29. So the ayat says, And be mindful of the day the wrongdoer will bite his hands, saying, Would that I had taken a path along with the messenger? Oh, woe to me! Would that I had not taken so and so for a friend? He did lead me astray from the message of Allah after it had come to me. Ah, Satan is but a traitor to men. So actually, this ayat is a reference to the case of Uqba ibn Abu Mu'ayt, who accepted Islam and then turned back and even spat on the face of the Prophet wasallam, under the pressure of his friend Ubay ibn Khalaf. Both of them reached an evil end. But so generally, the, the message of this uh, ayat is actually to remind us that we should never accept friends, those people who may lead us away from the path of the Messenger uh, wasallam. Um, and then we should choose friends who will be a positive influence on us and friendship will make it easy for us to follow the path of our piety and righteousness. Yep. Alright, thanks Raf. I think also at the end of the day, we also need to uh, remember to reevaluate and reflect on ourselves uh, as a friend. Yeah, we always have a choice to choose our friends, but um, are we being good friends to them also? So this is something for all of us to ponder, uh, ponder on whether we are uh, being good friends to to our friends. So that, that goes back to the question, uh, what, what is your ideal, what are your ideal qualities that you want in a friend? So once you've thought of that, then probably you can apply that to yourself so that you might be the best friend to your friends. You get what I mean? Okay, so Ralph, maybe <laughs> you can share with us what are the ideal qualities that you would like to see in a friend? I think for for me, um, it it changes lah as time goes, but ideally someone who is sincere, uh, and true in the friendship. Of course, the person has to be someone who, um, who will anchor me in in my faith also, and also will be the one to meet me in Jana and pull me together with them in Jana. For me, I I appreciate friendships that are like 
laid back, easygoing, and also like rough. Um, anchors me to to the faith, especially when I like you know get mad and angry, and then I like rant out, and then uh, I don't want them to much um like be batu api and make me more angry <laughs> and like more hateful, but rather they will remind me that uh it's okay, Allah is here, and then um that what I'm going through is not uh not ridiculous, or rather I want someone who also uh, like validates my struggles lah not not to ridicule me also why i mentioned late back is because okay i'm sorry guys i'm a person who replies messages like lambat sometimes i will read and then i like reply in my head and then forget like two three days after i'm guilty of that i'm so sorry <laughs> maybe some of my friends are like this <laughs> i'm so sorry okay oh <laughs> are you gonna go next okay Uh, so, I hope that the quality of friends that I can see in a person is like what Ralph said, um, sincerity. And someone who is very encouraging. Someone who who who, who is a positive person. Ah. Because at this point of time, I cannot I cannot deal with negativity. <laughs> and uh, Um, probably it's it's my personal choice lah. Like I know it's a good mix of everything, right? To know a certain type of people, but uh, to be of a friend of a quality, I think to be very understanding and uh, very encouraging to spur me on on whatever I'm embarking on. So like what Raf said also, someone to anchor back me to our faith. Uh, what about Nat? My ideal friend would be somebody that um that I can have easy conversation with. So because I when I when I can have easy conversations, I can connect with the person, and then like um people who I can emulate. That means like for example, I have um, like I say when I met my ex colleague who prays five times a day, I'm I'm actually motivated. So like you know, oh uh, she's doing like if she can do it, why can't I do it? So yeah, it might seem a bit wrong, but I find motivation in like what people do. Like for example, during Ramadan, we are all encouraging each other to read the Quran, you know, um, and finish certain juice, like Raf and Farah and Ayn has mentioned, somebody who, like, you know, will hopefully bring you to Jannah and guide you to motivate you, to spur you on to be a better Muslimah. Yep. Okay, Mirta, do you want to share uh, your, the ideal qualities that you look for in a friend? For me, I would choose a knowledgeable friend in whatever area that he or she is good at. And someone that wants to share this knowledge with me. And it's not stingy or arrogant because of the knowledge that he has. Uh, because they say you are the average of your friends. So if everyone can share their own area of expertise together, it will, it will ultimately increase the average. So we all want to be higher than the average. So choosing a friend like that would be good for me. lah. Alright, thanks everyone. So lastly, uh, just now I mentioned that um, how 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 will Surah Al-Kaf help us in, in this tribulation? Um, and I did say that we we're going to look into the stories. So one of the stories is this parable of uh, the sleepers of the cave. Uh, as what Dr. Yassi Kadi mentioned, he said that if we consider the beginning of this Surah, it relates to the story of the people of the cave that is fleeing persecution from their king for their belief. This man fled seeking Allah's Uh, protection and they were granted it. So in the context of Dajjal, uh, he will be that murderous king and the, be- and the believers will be the men fleeing persecution. So 
So uh, what can we take from this story is that we can take the young men as an example. They put their full faith and full trust in Allah to protect them and to save them from it. And Allah indeed did uh, save them and in ways that we don't even imagine. So this is definitely a lesson to learn for us. And uh, especially so when, when we're just wondering how Surah Al-Kaf will help us. So yeah, this is how it will help us. Alright, so that's the end of uh, this week's session. Um, if you like our content, follow us on Spotify. Uh, we're also available on Instagram where we do um, Quran journaling and mini book reviews. So thank you for listening. Assalamualaikum everyone. Assalamualaikum. Assalamualaikum. Assalamualaikum.